Welcome to How Travel Writers Self-Publish. This podcast brings you the most up-to-date and relevant advice, tips, and strategies to get your travel book written, self-published, and marketed to a global audience. And here's your host, travel writer and digital nomad, Jay Artali. Today we're going to talk about interviewing people. One-to-one interviews are a valuable way of giving your travel guide a captivating personal touch. These elements can turn dry travel guide facts into a compelling read. And this local area knowledge is an opportunity to add details that online sources may have overlooked. The idea of conducting interviews can be daunting, but you have the option of informal or formal techniques to gather additional information. First, let's look at informal interviews. And I want to read you a quote by Amanda Finnegan, who's the editor of the Washington Post. Don't get a table in a restaurant, pull up a seat at a bar and talk to the bartender and hear their stories and get their recommendations. Talk to your Uber driver, your Airbnb host, your bartender. Sometimes when we're traveling, we're so much into our own thing that we forget the locals around us. They have great ideas and recommendations. So although we're classing these as informal interviews, you could refer to them as simply making conversation and suddenly it doesn't seem so intimidating. Now here's some examples of informal interview scenarios. You ask the receptionist at your bed and breakfast where they'd recommend for dinner. You ask your taxi driver for the best place to photograph the historical site he's dropping you off at. Or you ask a local diner at the next table if they know a nice place for an after-dinner drink in the neighbourhood. The more informal interviews you do, the more comfortable you'll be with pumping locals and fellow travellers for information. And suddenly conducting a formal interview isn't as nerve-wracking anymore. And that's a good segue into formal interviews. And here's a quote by Mark Nichol, who's a freelance editor and writer. Determine a theme. Avoid treating an interview as simply a series of general questions and answers. So before you schedule a formal interview, have a clear idea of why you want to speak to that person so you can convey your goals. Most people are wary of strangers seeking information, mainly because they don't know what's expected of them. But as soon as you clarify your expectations, the conversation is going to flow more effortlessly. And this is the secret of getting the best for your interview subjects. They need to feel comfortable and have an element of trust in that interaction. So here's some formal interview techniques. Whether you reach out via email, messenger or the phone, or in person, have your elevator pitch ready. So for example, hi, I'm Jay, and I'm writing a day tripper's guide to Kalimnos. I'd love to talk to you about the history of sponge diving in the area, and what to look for in a natural sea sponge souvenir. So there's three key elements here. Your name, the topic of your book, and the information you're seeking. One of the best ways to eliminate interview nerves is to be prepared. When you come to the interview confident with your own knowledge and are excited to learn what you can, that will put the interview subject at ease. For example, going back to my Kalimnos sponge diving interview, if your subject runs a sponge shop, read their website's about section to see what it says about them and their business you may discover they have a specific area of expertise and that could make an interesting angle for your interview. Now, always have a list of questions or topics you want to cover. 
but be prepared for the conversation to take on a life of its own. You'll need to be able to think on your feet once you start getting into uncharted territory. But with your reference notes to hand, you'll be able to navigate your way back to the direction of your interview goals. So let's look at taking notes during an interview. It's challenging to stay engaged in a face-to-face interview while taking detailed notes. So it's best to use a handheld recorder. The one on your smartphone will work just fine. You're not going to remember the entire conversation. So your recording will be a reliable reference point to pull unique quotes from, which could bring your book to life. I'd recommend making a recording, but also having your small notebook and pen to hand to take quick notes or jot down question prompts that come to you during the interview. It's also a good backup in case your audio recorder fails. Begin your interview with small talk. This will put your subject at ease and can lead to some unguarded moments that could deliver invaluable tidbits of information or insights that work well in your travel guide. You can talk about the weather, a good British topic, or make mention of something you've read about them or their business. This is basically just a technique to put your interview subject at ease and get the conversation about anything flowing. Most of the time, this small talk would lead effortlessly into your actual interview. Keep your questions clear and simple. The key to being a good interviewer is listening. Throw questions and prompts to your subject and let them do the talking. Keep smiling and maintain eye contact throughout the interview. Nod periodically to encourage your subject to keep talking and use verbal and non-verbal cues to show that you're interested and engaged in what they have to say. Refer to your notes throughout the interview to make sure you don't skip an important topic, but don't let your subject derail your interview by veering off topic completely. It's your job to usher them back on track without cutting them off. The end of the interview is the time to validate the basic information like website, contact information, opening times, or any other relevant data you want to include in your travel guide. You can even ask them for recommendations about who else you can talk to. You may be surprised by the opportunities that arise. At the end of each day, transcribe your notes so you have a text version of your audio file. You don't have to capture every single word spoken, but you should definitely have text access to key information and any quotes that would make useful additions to your travel guide. I upload my audio files to Evernote and attach it to the same research note as the text version. This way, it's easy to refer back to the audio file in case I need to validate a quote or a specific piece of information. You may find that when you're transcribing your audio files, you come up with some additional questions or points you need clarifying that you didn't think of during the interview, and that's fine. Just reach out to your interview subject and ask those additional questions. It's quite natural when you're new to interviewing that questions and key points pop up at a later stage. But as you become more experienced, you'll become more adept at thinking on your feet and being able to juggle the actual hosting of the interview, as well as looking at connections and themes within the conversation that will make great additions to your travel guide. Always be sure to ask your subject if there's any topics that we haven't covered that they want to talk about. And that can open up the conversation to a whole new direction that you hadn't thought of. You're interviewing them for a reason because they're the subject matter expert on the topic that you're talking to them about. So leverage that expertise. 
tap into it and see where the conversation takes you. Don't get despondent or discouraged if you have a particularly bad interview. Don't look at it as wasted time, but use it as a training ground and an opportunity to fine tune your interview skills. At the end of the day, the more interviews you do, the better and more finesse you're going to have for hosting them. The goal is to fine tune your interview technique so you project a confident demeanor and create a relaxed environment and you put your interview subjects at ease as well. And lastly, and most importantly, don't forget to follow up with your interview subjects and thank them for taking the time for meeting with you and sharing their insights and ideas with you. You never know when you're going to need their help in the future and showing that gratitude lays the groundwork and keeps the door open for ongoing collaboration. And it goes without saying, it's just damn good manners to say thank you and it costs nothing. Something to bear in mind is that it's not always possible to do a face-to-face interview but with the wonders of modern technology, you can do an audio or video interview. And these are a little less nerve-wracking than doing a face-to-face interview. So if you want to get your feet wet, this could be a good option for boosting your confidence and honing your interview technique. We've covered informal and formal interview techniques in today's show. And I hope that the tips and advice I shared are going to help you build your confidence as an interviewer and add valuable content to your travel guides. At the end of the day, the only thing that's going to get you to be a better interviewer is practice, practice, practice. You've been listening to the How Travel Writers Self-Published Podcast, hosted by digital nomad and travel writer Jay Artali. Visit us at www.birdsofafeatherpress.com.